What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. Happy early Halloween and happy 1989 Taylor's version is finally out. I think those are the big, the two big things this week. Um, I personally, I love Halloween. I think it's cool to be able to once a year just dress up and as something else, you know, kind of go all out, show off like the things that you love and whatnot. So I've always taken my costumes very seriously. I'm, I'm much of a planner. And this year, the original thought in my head was, I really want to go as Christina Aguilera from the Dirty Music video. I think I could pull it off. Dirty's one of my favorite, like, early 2000s songs. So I was looking around, and the pants were, like, a little bit pricey. So then I found, like, it, like somewhere in my, in my search, I don't even know how I found this. It must have come up as recommended. I found the roller Barbie outfit from the Barbie movie, and I was like, ah, oh, that's cheap. I guess I'll just get that. And then... Well, first of all, that thing like never came. I think I got refunded for it because it just it just didn't show up. But I went to go see the Eras Tour movie twice, as y'all know, and it hit me when I was sitting there. Holy shit. Why am I not taking this year to wear one of the Eras Tour costumes? I loved everything she wore, but especially the lover outfit. Like that was probably my favorite, but I have black boots that are very similar. They're not sparkly, but she wore the black high boots for Midnight's and the white high boots for Lovers. So I said, okay, we'll settle. I'll, I'll go as Taylor Swift for Midnight's. And I was a little bit like, I, I got a bodysuit off of Etsy. I got like a jacket and I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if people are going to know what I am, but I think it's cool. So I'm going to go for it. And there was a lot of people on the streets. I can't lie. Oh, I felt great. First of all, I was so comfortable. I was in, it was 80 degrees, but I was in a bodysuit and a jacket. So I had like no skirt I was pulling down, no dress I was pulling down. I didn't have pants on, which is just always the best feeling. I felt great. I was so, I was so comfortable all day, but I got a lot of people on the street being like, oh my God, you're Taylor Swift. Slay. I got so many sleighs. I said, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I actually did not see one other Taylor Swift out this weekend, which surprises me because I feel like that's such an easy one. And especially with her and Travis, I thought a lot of people would do that as couple costumes, but I didn't see a single Taylor Swift. And I saw one Travis. I saw a lot of Remy, like, like the Remy couple's costume. What else did I see? I don't know. I felt like a lot of people were going as the same thing. And it's probably like a TikTok thing. I don't know. My side of TikTok is so niche. I get like workout TikTok, weird ass TikTok, like just weird stuff. And then Taylor Swift TikTok. So I didn't get any of the like Halloween costume ideas, but there was a lot of the same stuff floating around that I was like, that's a great idea, but 10 people in this room are dressed as that. I'm happy that I'm something different. And I got to pretend to be my favorite person for a night. So I'm good. I'm happy. 
The only thing, though, is I didn't really eat any candy this weekend. I'm kind of sad about that. I'm kind of sad, but it, it got me thinking, and I wish I had somebody here to, like, talk to about this or with this. Because, I've, like I said, I've always loved Halloween. My, I was thinking, what candy did you get excited? Like, like what candy, when somebody opened up a front door and, and hands out their bucket, were you like, fuck, yes, this is it? I remember, me and my brother used to come home and we would sort out our candy by, like, what type of candy it was and count, like, Okay, pile of nerds, pile of Snickers, pile of Twix, pile of Hershey's, whatever. And then we would put it in separate containers because, you know, mine mine was mine and his was his. Or we trained some of ours. And it was like the highlight of the night. And I'm trying to think of like what my favorite was. I don't know. I was always really excited to get nerds. Always, but especially when people had nerds that were like the lemonade or the cherry flavor, like not just the regular pink and purple. Loved nerds for some reason. Always loved a Krabby Patty, especially the patty part. Those are those are like a only on Halloween type thing. Those were another favorite. I weirdly liked the Twizzlers that pull apart, the strawberry ones. Yesterday, I said, to, I said, oh my gosh, we should have got Twizzlers for like our pregame and drank out of Twizzlers. And everyone's like, ew, Twizzlers. And I was like, wait, what? Why the slander? I liked those cookies and cream, anything white chocolate. I always loved white chocolate. I'm not ashamed of it at all. I know that that is weird and not a popular opinion, but I don't really care. So if I got cookies and cream Hershey's, white Kit Kats, white Reese's, I was hyped for that. Absolutely hyped. And then I, I liked the runts too. I got older and I started liking the lemon heads. I loved the lemon heads. I think besides like nerds, I, I typically like the things that you would only get on Halloween. You know, like Snickers and Twix are great. And stuff like that. But I could go to the store and just see them at literally every checkout aisle of of any store. But I'm not coming across Lemonheads too often. We rarely, though, we rarely got the king-sized bars. I'm trying to think, like, maybe we would get, like, one a year. But I can't even remember if there was, like, a specific house or anything. That just didn't really happen. We got a lot of the pretzels, though, like the pretzels that are shaped like bats and jack-o'-lanterns. And I remember kind of being like, ugh, like, really? You're not handing out candy. But then we would have the bag of pretzels to bring to lunch with us for the next X amount of weeks. And it always felt just a little bit cooler to whip out your Halloween pretzels and be like, yeah, I still got these. What's up? Instead of your regular pretzels so I was kind of disappointed but it played out in the long run you know what I mean uh there was one house I remember we used to go trick-or-treating around my neighborhood um the loop was probably like a mile holy shit trick-or-treating was like the best thing ever there was one house that 
in our neighborhood, like, I guess two little kids lived there, like, like definitely a lot younger than me. And I remember we would get so excited going up to this house because, and, and mind you, I've never been inside, but whenever they opened the front door, you could see that they kind of had like, like a jungle gym in their house. That's the only way I can describe it. Like, like one of those tunnels, like if you're at, at the McDonald's play pen or whatever it's called, and there's those like tunnels you can crawl through. There was one of that going like across like their ceiling. And then there was a slide in the middle, like literally like a playground in, in this house. And I never went in, so I never got to use it. But seeing it and then telling our parents like, oh, look what they have inside. And just getting like a glimpse of it was always the highlight of Halloween trick-or-treating. Like that was the house that you were the most excited to go to. I can't even tell you what candy they handed out, but it was exciting. And then you would always get that like, for so, like I was thinking of things that are embarrassing for no reason the other day. So I'm going to go on Halloween, but kind of trickle off a little bit. I was thinking of things that are embarrassing for no reason. And one of those feelings was like ringing the doorbell of somebody's like house that you knew, like a kid your age. Like, I just remembered there was this, there was this one strip in my neighborhood where a lot of the kids in my age, my age lived. Like it was like three of them in a row, one across the street, and I would ring their doorbell and get like genuinely embarrassed when their parents opened the door. And I would get like so awkward, like almost as if I shouldn't be doing it. Like, why is that an awkward thing? And why was I thinking about that when I was like nine years old? You're like, just take the candy and go. It's not weird. I don't know. I was also thinking yesterday um, because I, I was driving in the city or in a city and we stopped because somebody was crossing the road. Crossing the road when other cars are waiting for you is also just so highly embarrassing for no reason. I like speed walk with my head down, like feeling like such a meep. When it's just a totally normal thing to do. Totally normal. I don't know where else I was going with that, but I had to get that. Had to get off my chest. I wanted to ask you guys too. Granted, I'm having a conversation with myself right now, but you could talk out loud in your car or wherever you're listening to this and pretend like we're talking together. Um, what is your favorite Halloween costume from your childhood? And I'm trying to think, I think like the thing that just comes to my head immediately is when I was in kindergarten, Cinderella's always been my favorite princess. I told my parents, I want to be Cinderella. And they're like, okay, great. You have a dress up costume in the basement. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to be Cinderella the princess. I want to be Cinderella the maid. And my parents definitely were like, what? What? But. My mom did what she had to do. She got me a tiny little outfit. I had a little bandana in my hair. I had a little like, like apron thing on like she had on. And I remember going into kindergarten that day dressed up. And there was this other girl in my class dressed up as Cinderella the princess. And I was like, oh my God, there cannot be more than one Cinderella in here. And I was a quiet kid. I didn't cause any 
problems. I don't even know how much I talked in kindergarten. But I know I definitely didn't say anything. But in my head, I had the thought of like, oh, no, like not another Cinderella. And then it hit me like, oh, it's okay because she's the princess and you're the maid. Like it's two different costumes. It's I don't know why that's what I wanted to be. But points for originality. Good job, Liz. Good job. Anyway, though, moving on from Halloween, uh, really quickly, we have to go over the fact that 1989 Taylor's version came out this week. I had so many people on the street when I was dressed up ask me, what's your favorite vault song? So I'm going to tell you guys what my favorite vault song is. It is definitely, is it over now? Definitely. I like the names of the vault songs. They, and, and is it over now? Like I love the lyrics. It's just, there's something about the vault songs normally there's always like one on the album on the new albums that I'm like oh this is it and the rest of them I'm kind of like yeah I could see why this was in the vault like it's just a little different a little like it it didn't make the cut to the original album you know what I mean I don't think that's uh, like I don't think that's wrong of me to say I have been seeing on Twitter though a lot of people saying like things like like slandering Jack Antonoff. Like if he touches reputation, Taylor's version, I'm going to die. Like he's ruining everything, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to lie. I've been thinking that for a long time and I just haven't said anything because whatever. I don't love the amount of influence Jack Antonoff has on Taylor's music. Granted, her stuff's still phenomenal and I love it. But things like like Evermore and Folklore specifically – so so many songs sounded too similar to each other that I was like, this is so Jack Antonoff's doing. And I would just, I would like him to go away for a little bit. I don't think he needs to always be involved. I think he's talented, sure. But I just don't know if I love it. I don't, listen, Taylor was great before him. I don't, I don't know if I love it. And I'm glad that I feel comfortable now to speak out on that because (laughs) apparently I'm not alone. But Other than that, I've been seeing a lot of people say, like, this sounds so different from 1989, and I didn't really think so. I think style sounded a little bit different, but I still liked it. I don't know. I'd never have a problem with it. Style's a good song. It gets me. But I've been seeing that. I don't know. Those are my thoughts, though, on 1989. I don't want to dwell on it for too long because it isn't. Also, people are like, have you listened to Taylor Swift's new album? And it always like throws me off because I guess it is a new album, but it's also not like it's not a new studio album. So that question always throws me off. Like, I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, 1989. Yeah. Duh. First of all, the the answer, duh. But I just don't refer to it as new albums. I just it's 1989 Taylor's version. I don't know. It's fearless Taylor's version. It's not a new album. Speak now. You know, same thing. Anyway. Um, I want, I did, I, I mean, this is kind of morbid, but I guess I have to talk about it. Um, if you've been on the internet at all this weekend, you would know that Matthew Perry passed away and that one hit me. I'm not going to lie. That hit me pretty hard. I was on the path going into the city and I didn't have service but my aunt had texted me and then like right after she texted me, we started like moving again. So there's no service on the path. 
And all I saw was the link to the clip, Matthew Perry dead at age 54. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Matthew Perry dead at 54. And then we got up from underground and I looked at literally all social media and the internet. And yeah, sure enough, Matthew Perry dead at 54. Um, It sucks. It definitely sucks. If you guys have been following my podcast and stuff, you know that I read his book not too long ago. I think I talked about it on an episode. And I told you guys, I've been telling everybody to go read it. I love memoirs. And I was very excited that he was writing one. And I just really liked everything that he had to say. He was so, he did not make any excuses for himself. And I liked that. Like, I really liked the way that he told his story. And also, he's just funny as hell. So the way he was writing, and I'm sure he he had help from some sort of ghostwriter, but the way that he was writing, I was I was reading it as if Chandler was talking to me. The things that he was saying and he would he he brought up how he was the one who kind of started this new way of speaking, like can you be any more annoying? That's Chandler. Like, could could this lecture be any longer? Like, could this take any longer? That's that's Chandler. Except he says, could you be any more annoying? Okay. And he told the whole story on that and he wrote the book that way where it's like, I'm hearing Chandler Bing saying this to me right now. And I just, I really liked his story. Um, and I finished it kind of like, wow, this guy cheated death so many times like he's been in comas he's been in comas and then he's aspirated and and choked on it his colon exploded so when I found out that he drowned I was pretty upset um I don't think that as of right now I'm recording this on Sunday night they have not identified the exact cause of death I know that the amount of drugs that he was doing and rehab and all that stuff took a a lot on his body. So I wouldn't be shocked if he went into like heart failure or something. Um, It just sucks. It sucks reading that whole story and how it took him like 30 years to finally get like be sober for an extended period of time and, and want to be like genuinely want to be sober And then he dies. And all the pictures are just making me so sad. Once the the cast of Friends starts posting stuff, it's going to be over for me. He was just, he had such an influence on the world. And he knew it too. He wrote about it in his book. And I like that. I like that. It just sucks. I feel like I know, I feel like I know him having read about his whole entire life. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about that, except it's tough. It's tough. And I hope that he did not relapse. Um, but I will say it's very frightening. Addiction of any kind is truly a disease. And also people who are, have addictions, we need to stop letting in bodies of water. I'm not joking. I know I like kind of laughed when I said that, but I've heard too many incidents about people drowning in a bathtub or something like that. 
drunk or high and it just freaks me out and it's, oh God. Um, but that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, that's it. That's a, a morbid enough topic. Um, we are going to get into this week's episode though. I'm going to start with some highlights and then we, we will roll into a topic that I thought was pretty interesting when I learned about it. So without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Alrighty, weekly highlights. Let's see here. I'm going to go and say that my health and fitness related highlight was these new meals that I got, these meal preps from Nutra Meals. The website is gonutra.com and it's N-U-T-R-E. They had to like reached out just to get like for brand awareness or whatever. So I was like, oh, I'll check out their menu. The meals are, they range from like 300 to almost 600 calories and you can pick, but they are all like 36 grams of protein, 45 grams of protein. They're so high in protein. It got me so genuinely excited. I'm going to try it tomorrow or today, I guess when the podcast releases is going to be the first day that I'm actually trying them. But I'm excited. I don't know. I I'll let you guys know how they taste. But just seeing like 350 calories and 40 grams of protein, I'm like, sign me the freak up. And as a bonus, so I'm still gonna meal prep my dinners, but I'm gonna use these as my lunch. So I don't have to worry about prepping my lunch this week for work, which is huge huge. If you are that type of person that struggles with your diet and you are too, for lack of better words, too lazy to find the time to meal prep, or you're somebody who's handling multiple jobs in a family or something like that, these types of services are are a blessing. And they sent me like, it comes with in a little bag with an ice pack. And they said, next time we deliver it, we'll pick up this bag and reuse it. So you're not just sitting with these leftover large ice packs. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good, a good new little thing for me. So that's my health and fitness related highlight. My non-health and fitness related highlight is actually that I have officially started my mini career in voiceover acting. And I am pretty excited for it. I've had like five people in the past month, like all different people from different walks of life, like just different areas, ask me if I do voiceover work or being like, wow, you should do voiceover work. And it got, it got to my head. I'm not going to lie, but I know of like a casting site and I see these things and I'm like, why have I never, why have I never like shot my shot here? People keep saying that I'd be good at it. And it's something I could do from home in my spare time. Sure. Why not? So I got my first gig with that. And I don't know, I guess we'll see where it goes. If you guys have opportunities, I guess <laughs> let me know. But you know, I started this whole podcast because I was like, I like to talk and I'm all dramatic with the way that I say things and very, uh, there's a lot of emotion in my voice. I think my voice is like a little bit deep and raspy sometimes, but apparently y'all like it because you're listening to it. So yeah, that's a new little adventure I'm taking on. And I also wanted to tell you guys that not just to brag, but also to be like, or or to remind you to just keep, just don't stop looking for the things that you love to do in life. You know, just because you're comfortable where you're at doesn't mean that new opportunities can't come your way. 
So put yourself out of your comfort zone and find time to keep the things that you love to do in your life. Otherwise, 40 years is going to pass by and you're going to go, what the hell was that? What did I just do? Okay, so I have a bit of an interesting topic for you guys today. And before I get started, I want to give full credit to my friend Kat, who's been on this podcast, because she brought this to my attention. And I was like, I am going to explore this and do a little bit more research and talk about it. So I've been seeing for the past, like, what, two or so years now, people love to eat Rice Krispie treats before the gym. Um, and I assumed, you know, it had something to do with the carbs and whatnot, but I, I'm like, you just eat a banana, just eat an apple. Like what? Like Rice Krispie treats are not healthy for you. They're not the worst thing in the world, but they're not like, it just doesn't make sense to like eat a junk food and then go to the gym. So this is what I was saying to Kat and Kat said, well, actually the reason why people do it is because refined carbs digest faster. And I said, wait, what? And she said, yeah, the refined carbs, like the marshmallows and the rice puffs, digest quicker. So people eat those before their workout so it can digest and they can use that energy. So I said, so the carbs, the type of carbs, the refined carbs that are in Rice Krispie Treats will digest faster than if I eat an apple or have a piece of toast or a rice cake? And she said, yeah. Yeah, well, so I'm going to read this off to you. From, it's an article from today.com, but it's a quote from a registered dietitian, Lauren Maniker. Refined carbs are preferred if you are eating close to your workout because they are quickly digested and used by the body. While typically it's recommended to lean more on complex carbs that contain fiber because of the slow digestion benefits, simple or refined carbs can be helpful pre-workout because they... Carbs can be quickly digested and used by the body for energy. While the ingredients in Rice Krispie Whoa, can't say that word. Well, let's try that again. While the ingredients in Rice Krispie Treats, specifically puffed rice cereal and marshmallow, are a great boost of simple carbohydrates, Maniker says exercise enthusiasts who aren't into sweet snacks can get the same effects by eating a slight of, of white toast or other carbohydrate-rich foods. Okay, see, that I like, you know. I just couldn't get on board with the whole, like, let's eat a Rice Krispie treat before every workout because they're not healthy for you. And listen, everything in moderation, you know. I I enjoy it. Actually, I got to go on a side little tangent here. I'm sorry. I actually prefer homemade Rice Krispies so much more. Like, I'll enjoy a Rice Krispie treat, but they don't hit the same after you've had one too many homemade ones. God. I should make some. I I should just do that. All right. Thanks for listening to that side comment. Anyway, not that I'm not going to enjoy the occasional Rice Krispie, but like I said, it just doesn't make sense for me to be telling like my clients like, yeah, go eat a Rice Krispie treat and then exercise. It just doesn't go with the overall health stuff. I've also not been eating Rice Krispie treats before my workout and I'm fine. So I like what she said here is that you could just eat other simple carbs and be fine. So we often, we often synonymously say good and bad carbs for 
simple and complex carbs. We associate simple carbs as bad carbs, white bread, white rice, marshmallows, that kind of stuff. Complex carbs is going to be the wild rice, the brown rice, the whole wheat, the multigrain kind of stuff. Um, And typically, you know, we kind of stay away from anything that's a simple carb because we're like, oh my God, this has no benefits at all. I think this workout kind of proves otherwise where the complex carbs are, listen, let me put it this way. Let me back up. White rice is the same as brown rice. It's just stripped down. The brown contains like the minerals and vitamins and nutrients. It is that brown is stripped off and you have white rice. So white rice might be easier to digest because it doesn't have all that extra stuff on it, but it's not bad for you. You're just not getting as much nutrients from it. But if you're eating your vegetables and fruits and getting like taking your greens, taking a multivitamin, like it's okay if you want, right? I like white rice. I go to Chipotle, I got white rice and I'm not changing that forever. So there are benefits definitely to eating those complex carbs, especially like the slow digestion and just getting more vitamins and minerals. But it's okay to have some simple carbs. I just, I don't think we need to have Rice Krispies per se, like they said, but I don't know. Let's see what else she said. People should keep in mind that the classic Rice Krispie treats contain ingredients. People who follow a healthy lifestyle may typically avoid like corn syrup and vegetable oil. There we go. So yeah, like I try, I really do try and limit that, putting that stuff in my body. It's just not great for you. However, here's, here's the little interesting part that I have for you guys. I found, I accidentally stumbled across these little goodies from Made Good. Have you guys ever heard of Made Good? They're a brand that, and I got to type this in really quick, really quick so I can show it to you guys. They're like an organic brand that makes all healthy versions of stuff. You know, I've tried their granola bars. I've tried their cookies. I've tried their like little oatmeal bites. They're great. They're great stuff. I was in the health section of my shop, right? And I stumbled across these bad boys and I have been eating them. So they're not perfect, but let's compare the ingredients to that of Rice Krispie Treats. Okay, ready? Made good vanilla crispy squares, 80 calories, seven grams of sugar, one gram of protein, 18 grams of carbs, one gram of fat. Ingredients, brown rice crisps, inverted cane syrup, inverted cane syrup. I see, I don't really know what the hell that means. Brown rice syrup, vegetable glycerin, water, palm fruit oil, inulin, pea protein isolate, salt, natural flavor, tapioca starch, vegetable extracts, xanthan gum, and vanilla extract. And they all have like stars next to them because the star means organic. All right. So is, is it the most simple ingredients in the world? No. 
No, but they're a little bit better. So let's look at Rice Krispie. Let's look at regular Rice Krispie treats right now. Let's see. Sorry that you guys are... Ooh. Wait, let's do this first. Let's see if you made your own. Okay, so if you made your own, you would just need three tablespoons of butter, the Rice Krispie cereal, and some mini marshmallows. So let's look up mini marshmallow ingredients. I'm looking for like corn syrup, that kind of stuff. Those are the keywords that we want to avoid. Let's see here. Yeah, corn syrup, sugar, modified corn starch, dextrose, water. Yeah, so not the best thing. I would still go with the other, the made good. Um, but let's type in rice crispy cheats and read off those ingredients. Bear with me, folks. I'm going to get so many ads for these now. All right, toasted rice cereal, corn syrup, fructose, vegetable oil, sugar, corn syrup again. Oh, corn syrup solids, excuse me. Vegetable glycerin, dextrose, gelatin, natural and artificial flavors, salt, datum, some word I cannot provide, provide, hello, pronounce, soy lecithin, and BHT. So, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of words jumping out at me there. Corn syrup solid sounds very scary. Whereas there's cane syrup and, and brown rice syrup in the other one. So, I guess because it still has the brown rice crisps. Let me, let me Google something. Our brown rice crisps. Simple or complex carbs. Hmm, because that's the only thing. Hmm. Okay. Guys, I think I'm glad that we worked this out together. I think I thought I found a loophole here, but I didn't because it is brown rice. Um, okay. So maybe instead you have a piece of white toast. Let's let me find a list of simple carbs here, carbs here that are a little bit better. Simple carbs. Also some cereal. Like you could just have Rice Krispie treats. How about that? I love rice. I mean, not rice krispie treats. Hello, you could just have rice krispie cereal. I think that's. I think that's fantastic. Snap crackle pop. Love that. Blah blah blah. Let me see if there's a list. Ew! This is soda. Baked treats. Packaged cookies. Fruit juice concentrate. Breakfast cereal. Oh my god. E. Yeah. Okay. So here's my final verdict. I'm glad. Uh, thank you guys for sitting with me as I just went through that. So the bottom line, the thing I wanted you guys to take away from this is the reason why people eat rice grocery sheets is not because they're tasty. Um, it is to get the simple carbs to be able to use immediately during your workout. If you're not somebody who eats right away during your workout, like complex carbs need about like an hour to digest. So if I have that little rice crispy treat thing, like the made good one, 
and then I leave for I leave work to go to the gym. It's gonna take me like an hour between driving there and then getting changed and actually starting my workout that I have time for that to digest. So you could also just pull back, give yourself time to digest. You don't have to eat right away. Those carbs will still be there to use. But if you have one right away or if you have like a brown rice bowl or something right away, you're not necessarily going to have that energy to use, but you'll be fine as long as you have some sort of carbs in you. And while we're on the topic of that, I think this is a great way to bring up again, because I like to make this disclaimer anytime I possibly can. This is a nice reminder that you should not do the keto diet because you need carbs as energy. And I love, it's my life's mission to spread that word. Stop doing the keto diet. I'd rather have you eat Rice Krispie Treats than do the keto diet. I do. I do. Because if you're, you're probably eating the corn syrup and vegetable oil from other places anyway. So you, you <laughs> that's not the point. We're getting off topic here. So there are other healthier ways to, digest, to eat simple carbs besides Rice Krispie Treats. If you want to have one here and there, go for it. Maybe if you have an extra hard lift that day, but I'm not going to recommend to you to eat Rice Krispie Treats every day because it's not healthy for you. Alrighty guys, well that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. I will be back next week with an interview for y'all, so let's get hyped for that. Woo, woo, woo. I need to stop. I've had too much caffeine. Anyway, uh, the Petula and Sweeney launch launched yesterday. So make sure you're going on Petula using my code, of course, and checking out some goodies because you deserve it. Other than that, make sure that you follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. Subscribe on YouTube at Lifts with Liz. And then follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Lifts with Liz. I love y'all. Get your butts up today. If you're not going to meal prep, then go order some Go Nutra because you need to have a high protein diet and we cannot slack off on our diet because we're lazy or busy. No. I don't know why that just turned into a lecture, but it did. Um, And try and limit the amount of Rice Krispies that you eat in a week. Just say. With love, I'm out. This is the worst intro or outro ever. I need to to stop talking.